0: All right, welcome back. We continue on here. I'm not sure what the traffic is now. I'm all messed up. Hey, uh, Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network joins us this morning. Bees, how you doing? Yeah,
3: I was not prepared to do this segment in Spanish, guys, so well, I hope English is okay.
0: I've been down here forever, and my wife speaks it, and I, I need to learn, but it's a little late in the, in the party here. <laughs> hey, uh, so so I got to ask you, man. Um man. How do you feel the Dolphins will bounce back after what just happened and what has been one of the, the worst losses they've had in a long, long time?
3: Well, if you go and look at how they bounce back after losses this year, quite good, right? I mean, uh, every time uh, they've had a loss, and this is their fourth of the season, each of the previous three times, uh, they've come back and played pretty well uh, and gotten the win. I will say this. Those teams are a lot healthier than this team will be going into this game. Um, thankfully, they're not playing the Cowboys this week. <laughs> That's all i got to say, because if they were going to face the Cowboys with that offensive line potentially down four starters again, um, that secondary potentially down uh, both safeties again, uh, it would be a long day. Um, the Jets are not nearly as good as the Cowboys, so I think the Dolphins have a much better chance. But emotionally you're right. I, I don't know how this is different, man. They've taken some body blows this year, but this, this just feels a little bit different the way they lost on national television. And I don't think we can overstate how crushing that loss was uh for their for their playoffs. I mean, yeah, they're gonna almost like very likely still make the postseason. Uh you just look at how, you know, the division's lining up. Um I did a math yesterday and week eighteen win, lose, draw the next three weeks that'll be for the championship at worst for the Dolphins if you know if they lose their next three games and the Bills win their next three games they can still win the AFC East by winning that game but come on we were talking about the 1c last week and now we're talking about hey what are the scenarios yeah. we need to get in
0: yeah I uh and, and speaking of that do we know yet who, who's gonna be able to play in this game I know they're just kind of getting back to work today but uh, do you feel pretty good about some of those offensive linemen coming back and of course the big one is Tyreek Hill
3: yeah, no. I mean, we'll we'll get a lot more information in a couple hours. Um, fortunately, I don't have more for you at that on that at that point. At this point, I mean, but you know, I, I think if you're going to rank them in order of likelihood of playing, um, Austin Jackson was limited yesterday. If they would have practiced, it was a simulation. They they didn't. They were off. Um, he's going to play. Uh, Liam Eikenberg finished the game, so that's you know it suggests that he'll you know he'll be able to play. Uh, the other two question marks, and I, I think Robert Hunt is the least likely of the three. Uh, one of my colleagues on the beat saw it. I didn't see it, but his, his leg still – back of his leg still looks pretty gnarly of a pretty fresh, significant hamstring injury. Oh, boy. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't wow. think there's a high likelihood he'll play. We'll see with Armstead if he battles through or not, but, um, I mean, think about the, the 180 that offensive line has done early in the season, all those names playing really, really well, keeping two upright. Uh, and then Monday night looked like the offensive line of the last four or five years.
0: Yeah, I thought the pass protection was uh, had some problems. The run blocking was was, was okay. Hey, uh, what what did Coach say mostly? How, what'd you get out of his play calling, especially down in the red zone and and down close to the goal line? Did he some of the calls?
3: Yeah, no, they they've got to get better. There's no doubt about it. He has to get better. Short yardage has to get better at goal to go. Joe, here's a crazy stat. Um, they have a higher percentage of scoring touchdowns in the red zone than they do goal-to-go. So what that means is they have a higher likelihood of scoring a touchdown if they're at the 11-to-the-20-yard line than at the 1-to-the-10. How does that make sense? Make, make that make sense for me. You know, a cynic would say, well, that's because they're a finesse team. They're not a they're power team. They're not a of bully offense, and they're not going to just shove it down their throat. And I think the numbers kind of go against that, that idea. I mean, they can run the football if they want to, I just don't know why Mike McDaniel doesn't have the commitment to it. Uh, when, and, and, and this will be the week. They, they ran the ball all over the Jets the first time they played them. They're down their best pass protectors. They ran the ball really well against the Titans, and, except for those last couple of drives, off, uh, last drive-off, the second-to-last drive. They didn't, they didn't run the ball in that last drive. But, you know, when they just needed a first down to, to salt the game away, um, uh, the, 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 the run game kind of disappeared a bit. Uh, but they're, they're able to run the football even with these backup offensive linemen. Do it. Do it. We've seen the stats of when is uh, under duress and how bad his numbers are compared to when he has a clean pocket. This should be for the next, until they get Teron back, until they get Robert Hunt back, this should be a run-first team, and certainly with Tyreek Hill banged up, run-first team that lives under the center, off-play action, uh, and, and 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 tries to get some chunk plays with Waddle and Hill. Okay, yeah. you don't don't drop back thirty five forty times with that offensive line as currently constituted. That's that would be coaching malpractice. You've got to run the football. Got to be dedicated to running the football. You know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Unfortunately, Devon uh, H hand has another injury now. He, he popped up with a toe, which is new. He was dealing with the ribs last week. Screams. Certainly missed a lot of time wow. with the knee. So. You know, and I think he had something going on in, in training camp as well, if my memory serves. So there's, there's four different injuries now he's had in four months. That's not great. But assuming he can play, Mostert can play, Jeff Wilson should be, you know, fresh as the the morning dew because he, he didn't even see the field on offense except for a handful of plays. Run the football. Yeah. Keep your quarterback upright. Keep yourselves in the game and let your defense, which is still, you know, last two drives notwithstanding, it's still a pretty good defense. Let them do their, their jobs. Uh, against the Jets' offense, it's not very good.
0: So so I guess on those last two drives uh, defensively where they had all kinds of problems trying to slow them down and and they couldn't and they scored quickly on two drives to to win that game, Uh, lack of communication and broken coverages, would you say that was a lot of it?
3: No, 100%. And lack of pass rush, too. Um, I mean, they they were unable to get pressure on the quarterback, uh, and that let let Levis sit back there and – and, and exploit those breakdowns you were talking about. Uh, not having uh, Javon Holland hurt them big time in that game, and then when Elliott went down, you were you, you, you obviously you were there. You saw it. Uh, you lived it with us. Uh, the combination of Elijah Campbell and Brandon Jones was an enormous drop off to what they had as their starters. And I wrote this yesterday. Kader Kohu had a really bad fourth quarter in that game as well. You go back and watch the film. Yeah. Uh, that 36 yard catch and run to DeAndre Hopkins. No one's going to come out and say it, but they hint strongly that you know Ramsey should have had help underneath, and the only DB that could have possibly given him help underneath is Kohu. So he you know he he bit he went he, you know he followed a receiver too you know too far across the the field, and he was completely out of position and let that happen. Kohu also gave up a touchdown. Uh, he had a interception that he could have caught. I was a tough play, obviously, but he makes that pick. The game's over a couple of breakdowns big time in that secondary that we saw in that game. Uh, And I don't know if there's an easy fix this week if they're still so injured at at that safety position.
0: Yeah, well, one thing we do know from the first Jets game and what they did again last week, this thing's about Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson heavily. Brees Hall, and I don't mean just Brees Hall running the ball, but Brees Hall, the receiver, and all those third and and long situations in the first game the Dolphins and Jets played – a lot of dump off passes to Reese Hall where he got tackled, wasn't even close. Uh, they really struggled on third down in that game. Um, what's the game plan? They've done actually two things they've done really bo- well is ru- still run the ball with no matter who's blocking. And the run defense has been really good. Now we got to start worrying about a pass rush and, and covering guys. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart
1: knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Yeah, and and they they look just fine uh, in that Commander's game without Jalen Phillips. They missed Jalen Phillips in that in yes. that Titans loss. Yeah, um, uh, Bradley Chubb was getting doubled. I mean, I certainly the boneheaded play you know could have cost them the game, it may have cost them the game. Certainly was the difference in the game. Um, but uh, he was still solid. He was doing as best as he could against double and sometimes triple teams. They need everybody else to show up. Sealer had to pick six, but how many times did he collapse the pocket? Christian Wilkins, I think he had one or two splash plays. They're going to need more of that. Uh, Andrew Van Genkel kind of regressed to the mean a little bit in that game. We didn't see enough of it. Uh, So, yeah, I I think that pass rush, if they can't get pressure with four with those safeties that they have right now, they're not – how much are they going to blitz? How much are they going to put those safeties uh, at risk? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But you're right. They do do a good job still stopping the run. They did a good job against Derrick Henry. Uh, And so that's something you could build on against the Jets offense to your point that likes to run the football.
0: So I got to ask you this here real quickly, this, this trying to get to this 10th win, I think is huge. 10 wins usually gets you in the playoffs and gives you a chance to win the the division, even though you got three games still left and everybody knows they're, they're all going to be difficult games. I just think this game against the Jets, and I know they're coming off a big win and the best game Zach Wilson and the Jets have had all season, but Man, th- this game for the Dolphins is so, so big. I don't like to rank them. This is the biggest game they've had in a couple years. But, boy, this this thing at home and who you're playing, there's no reason to be flat when you're playing the Jets. So, that that's not going to work. Don't you feel the same way about the importance of, of this win?
3: Yeah, no, 100%. And I think they're going to be mentally ready after how they were embarrassed, uh, how that game ended. Um couple of stats here joe that should probably make your audience feel a little bit better yeah we all know how good they are at home and, you know i know that notwithstanding that monday night loss they've still they're still 17 and 3 in their last 20 games at hard rock stadium uh and here's another fun one they're 15 and 4 uh under mike mcdaniel when they're favored in games and you know obviously monday night was one of those four losses but they're a team that beats up on bad teams and the jets even after what they did to the texans are, are a bad team right well, they were scoreless until i think the 10 minute mark in the third quarter uh and the offense kind of just caught fire and the texans fell apart but it's not like
0: yeah right jack
3: wilson was rolling those guys from jump street i mean it was it was kind of a flurry of scores but it wasn't consistent scores that you were seeing out of the jets in that game yeah. i think a lot of their issues still still exist so um you know they beat this jets team a very very similar jets team uh, in in week eighteen last year, at home in a must win game, and Skylar Thompson was their quarterback. Okay, that's
0: right. good point. If
3: you can't if you, if you can't do that with Tua low as your quarterback, you could make the argument this is a worse team than last year. And I I don't think that's the case.
0: No, I don't either, man. I don't want everybody jumping off the bandwagon. I I I agree with you on that. Hey, bees, always great having you, man. Thank you so much. All right, should be a fun one this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Adam Beasley, Pro Football Network. Uh, Breaking down the Jets and the Dolphins a little bit and trying to clean and fix some things up. And then the one unknown, man, the one unknown, who's going to play? Who's going to play? Saturday night, man, your body goes, okay, man, you know, this is a big game. Can you play or not? Can you play well enough to help us win? Or are you going out there knowing you're not close enough and you're better off letting the other guy play? That's, uh, that's going to be an interesting one to get to 10 wins, man. And I just have a feeling this is going to be a hell of a game. This is uh, going to be a lot closer game than what we saw last time with the uh, Dolphins and the Jets. Hey, uh, we got to go to break here. We uh, got a lot more stuff to get to here this morning as uh, as we continue on. But first, want to take a second to tell you about your South Florida Chevy dealers. Never too early in the morning to talk about a big, beautiful, comfortable Tahoe and Suburban. Always like to start with them. You know, I always tell everybody. So last time I went to to get my car serviced, I went in. I was looking it in the showroom, and um, I saw this nice Suburban. I go, man, that's nice. I go, oh, that's uh, already taken. The guy's picking it up tomorrow. Oh, it's beautiful Suburban, brand new. And he goes, uh, you may know the guy Channing Crowder. So what? Damn Channing Cake out of Suburban, man. He just had to one-up me on my Tahoe to that suburban. Man, it was nice. So I want him to know that I sat in his uh, suburban before I did. And they are so nice. Listen, if you're looking for room, uh they got a brand new look to them. They've added more space for those families and for your family and all the junk you like to put in the back, you just can't go wrong. Right over to a traverse, a mid SUV, and even a smaller SUVs, a trailblazer, equinox and a blazer. Man, uh, we're all in right now on a Tahoe and a Trailblazer. We own both of them, and God, they're nice. So fun. Silverado trucks, man. When it comes to Silverado trucks, I just tell everybody, you need a truck you can depend on that's durable. Silverado's got every kind of truck you could want from a full-time working truck. That's how you make a living. Five, six, seven days a week, it's you and that truck. We got it for you to the family truck. Still need to get the kids around? Still need that extra space? Silverado makes it perfect for you new and used with low mileage to brand spanking new. You can't go wrong with convenient locations all over South Florida. These are best overall products we've ever had. So for the holiday season, if you haven't been to your Chevy dealer for a while, you may want to stop by and see what's going on. A lot of nice, beautiful new looks, plenty of space and style for you and the whole family this holiday season. So plan on taking a test drive and falling in love.